Hi, my name is Meg Dunback. I am the Assistant Principal of Curriculum Instruction at Richards High School in Oak Lawn, Illinois. Today on the podcast, I am interviewing Isabel Hofer. She's a senior at Richards. I have seen her in the hallways and classrooms in the past, and I most recently saw her in a Zoom class for her U.S. government. The class was simulating a mock debate and Isabel had to lead her group and speak representing her side of one topic. She was so well-spoken and I noticed a certain ease about her. So in talking to teachers, many of them said she's outstanding and just an absolute delight. So who better to have as my first student podcast interview but Isabel and as always I'm super excited to get going and to meet today's interviewer interviewee excuse me Isabel Hofer Hi, Isabel, and welcome to the Richards Podcast. If you can tell in my voice, I'm super excited to have a student interview in front of me. And for those of you who are listening, I'll let you know that Isabel and I are Zooming right now. So we are looking at each other through the computer versus a telephone because we wanted to feel as connected as we could. So at least we have that going for us. So hi, Isabel. Hi, um, I'm so happy that you asked me um, to come on your podcast. I think it's a really neat idea that you're doing. Um, And I'm just super excited about it because I love podcasts. Oh, thanks, thanks, thanks. So let's begin. Why don't you tell us how you're doing these days? Um, I'm doing pretty good, I think. Um, It's obviously a totally new experience from anything that I've done before related to school and just life in general no one's ever lived through a pandemic these days um so it's definitely been an adjustment a lifestyle adjustment a learning adjustment um but I think that I've had good support from family and friends and people at school to help make this transition to you know the new normal that you hear about I think it's been um manageable pretty mature of you. Okay, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Mm-hmm, yeah, um, like you said, I'm a senior at Richards, so this is my last year. Um, and I love this school. I will miss it when I graduate. Um, but before Richards, before I went to high school, um, I was actually homeschooled. Um, so I was homeschooled from, you know, first grade to eighth grade, so all of grade school. And with that came a lot of independent learning. Um, I learned, you know, how to manage my time and what I needed to do, um, which, you know, kind of helps the situation now. Um, But it also gave me a chance to interact with um, a lot of different ages of, you know, I talked to people who are my age and I had friends that were my age, maybe a year or two older or younger than me, but I also got to you know, learn how to communicate with adults or my teachers in a sense, even though my parents really taught me mostly. Um, So interesting. And so that's something that I really, that was probably the biggest thing that I gained from being homeschooled was that different experience of growing up around adults and kids my age and stuff like that. 
Nice. And, and you said that you love this school. So you, you landed at Richards, thankfully. We're glad that you're here. And can you tell us um, a little bit about your Richards experience, about who you are and how you are representing the Bulldog and you are a Bulldog and what you're involved in and all those things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've been a Bulldog for four years now, and I think it's an amazing school. Every teacher that I've had who has, you know, I've been in their class, I've loved them. They're so, like, kind, and they're supportive of your schooling, and they really do want you to succeed, and that's something that I consider myself lucky to have found, is to find a school with such supportive staff um, who really do care about the students' learning and their education. Um, Things that aren't academic that I'm involved in, I'm involved in... um, Richard's Feminism Club with Miss Cruz. Um, I love it. I love her as a teacher. I had her for both my history classes. She's just so fun and she really, really does care um, about her individual students rather than just the class in general. Um, I'm also involved in the Richard's Spanish Club with Mr. Ulrich. I love Spanish Club. I started taking Spanish my sophomore year and I just, I love it. I don't know why, but I just, I love the language, the culture, um, and then I'm involved with um, like the drama club, the musical, fall play, all that stuff. I've been acting in since I was nine, I believe, um, and it's just a hobby that I absolutely love. I love being on stage and performing. Wow. You've definitely, from someone going from homeschooling to coming to high school, you really jumped right in and got involved. So good for you. Good for you, Isabel. All right. So I've asked the other people I've interviewed the same thing, and I probably, it'll be a running theme because this is something that kind of ties us together. As you mentioned, nobody's lived through a pandemic before. But so I've asked everyone to kind of go back in time, rewind back to March when we were all here in this building together and we got an announcement that said, you know, like take things from your locker or take what you need and we're going to be going home and we're not sure we'll be in touch and all of that and we're going to be dealing with COVID. So what can you tell us that you recall about that time, that day for yourself, for your friends, for our school community and like for the end of the school year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that day very like vividly, actually, surprisingly. I remember I went to school with kind of, there was like maybe a rumor going around that maybe we, you know, were, we were gonna try, cause it was a Friday when we left and we were gonna try and get through the next week because in two weeks it was spring break. Um, And then it was, you know, maybe we would go home early and have an extra week. And so I remember like that day, not really feeling like school, like I wasn't there to learn. I was there to find out if we were gonna be learning next (laughs) week. Typical Um, teenager. And so, you know, I remember like in choir and Mr. Hammond, the choir director was talking. He was like, I don't know, let's just, you know, plan we're gonna be here next week don't like take your music home and then I remember we were I was sitting in seventh period which is my it was my English class with Mr. Badger and I was sitting there and I was talking to my friend I'm like yeah I don't know I don't think we're gonna be going back next week it just doesn't seem realistic and then Mr. Jacobson came on the loudspeaker and said everyone's going home after eighth period and we're not coming back 
And at first I was like, oh, okay. It's an extra week of spring break, you know, two weeks off. That sounds pretty nice and good. And now it's September and I haven't been, or October now. Yeah. And back to school. Right. It's wild, right? I mean, the staff mm-hmm. feels the same way as the student students feel. And then all those other things that come in the spring of your junior year, like you said, like your spring musical that you were going to be involved in. And, you know, not that you're looking forward to, but you take the SAT as an SAT, you know, that's an experience and all of those things that just didn't get to happen because of this, you know, it's unfortunate, but we're pushing through it and we will um, try to make the most of this year. And That'll always be a time in your life. Like people say, where were you when this happened? It's one of those mm-hmm. things that you'll always remember. So then you put, we, we, we moved through into summer. How was your summer? Mm-hmm. Did it you, was. Did you just anticipate honestly, we're going to be coming back? Or, yeah. Yeah. It was kind of a blur. I mean, I got a job over the summer. I worked pretty I think I worked the whole month of July and like half of August. Um, so June, I was really just at home and I was like, August just seemed so far away and going back to school, I was like, it just doesn't seem like right to think about it now. And we'd already been on summer break for yeah, a long for time. Forever. Been in school since March. Um, and then I remember as like it got closer, it was like through July and then it was the beginning of August and I was like, is it right to go back to school? Like, I don't know if it's gonna be safe and I don't know how well an online environment would work, you know, for not just myself, but for other students and for the teachers. Um, And I think that's something that Richards did really well was coming up with a solid plan And I I think too that the, the academic piece of the puzzle from the springtime, both the student attitude and the teacher response was the best that we can do in this take your stuff and get out of here and you know the student response I think in the springtime was much more relaxed than it is now fast forward to where we are now so that was your summer and then you came to August and you got word that wow lo and behold we are going back to school but we're not going back in the building we're going to take the first three weeks and you're going to be home and after Labor Day we will come back and so the mm-hmm. first three weeks you were home. Do you remember like the first couple Zoom days with your, your teachers? What can you tell us? Yeah, I do. I remember my first couple days. First of all, I only made it to like five of my seven periods because Zoom kept crashing. Like, <laughs> right. I, I don't know if my internet couldn't handle it or like right. Zoom was overpowered. I kept on being dropped out of class. I was like, oh my God. I'm not going to make it. I know, I'm like, they're going to mark me absent. I'm not a bad student. Um, <laughs> and so I was like, you know, I was getting the hang of, like, the Zoom schedule on the AB, and I was like, okay, I think I could, like, do this, because I was planning to just, because um, you, they gave, like, the option of, okay, you can do three weeks, and I go back to school, or you can just do all remote. And I was like, you know what, I think I'm just going to do all remote. Like, I can do this. It's easy. And then I hit, like, halfway through week two, week three. I'm like, I cannot sit in my room at my desk in front of my computer for the rest of the year. I can't do it. Um, right. And, so, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to go back. And then it got pushed back. And I was like, oh, gosh, I can't keep sitting here because it's just so different from being in a classroom with your peers around you. And it's so different to see your teacher on a screen than seeing them in person and having to email them every question that you have or chat them in the Zoom chat. 
Um, and that I think was the most difficult transition for me was not having like the immediate support of the teacher right there. Yeah. I mean, learning is interactive. Learning is something that should be done in a place and space where you can be near and around people. It's an experience is what it is. It's not necessarily a recording of something, you know? And so being forced into this situation did kind of, even for teachers, I think they were very much like, okay, we've prepped, we've planned, we're ready to go, let's do this. And even the teachers, you know, they're human yeah. too. They struggled through the first couple of weeks and, and how, do you, how do you get back to kids? And these kids are emailing at all different times of day and night and it's a 24 hour clock and then a teacher feels obligated, I wanna answer them because that's when they're learning. And you know, it just became a lot and, and it's still in very many ways is a lot. Um, but like you said, it's, you're supposed to be back in the classroom and we are, we are hopeful that that is, we are moving towards the shift here in a couple of weeks. Uh -huh. So can you tell us at home, what is your typical day? What is a typical day like for you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so classes start at 9.30, right? Um, so I wake up like 8.45, 9 o'clock, and I eat breakfast and do all the morning routine stuff. Um, and then, you know, I come in my corner, which is right here, and I have my desk in front of me, and I sit there for was it like six hours and I do my classes and you know I have um like an organizer next to me that has you know notebooks and textbooks that I need and I have I the gym class that I take is you know yoga so if we do a workout I go to a space that I can do that um but it's very much I've been able to develop a new schedule for myself but it's obviously a lot different because I'm not changing classes every period. I'm sitting in the same space and just changing the Zoom meeting. Um, and in that sense, it gets repetitive sometimes and mm -hmm. it is hard to stay focused. Um, yeah, it's not just I, a lot on your mind. It's a lot on your body. Like I think everyone here, yeah. there's a lot more people getting up and taking little walking breaks and things like that because your body just is kind of like, I got to move. Yeah, I know. And like the end of the day hits and it hits, you know, 3.15 when I can get off my eighth period class and I just like stand up and I just start doing random stuff. I go and I do the dishes or <laughs> you're make a good myself kid. something to eat. Yeah, Even if I'm not kid. like all that hungry, I make like pasta or something because I just need to move my body after sitting in one place all day. It's almost like you don't want to sit. Yeah, I'm like, I want to get up and I want to move. I want to go out and, you know do something, go somewhere, go to Target. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to ask you some things that might seem kind of obvious, but they also might not. So I'm going to ask them anyway. What is the best part of learning this way? Um, hmm. It seems like kind of a shallow answer, but I really, really like not waking up at 730 to go to school. <laughs> <laughs> because it was just you know I was used to it I was used to waking up early and going to school all day but it's really nice to wake up at like 8 30 and like it, it naturally is, wake up it is early it changes your whole day it changes your whole day even when you're going to sleep there's like less stress going to sleep because you know you don't have to kind of pop out of bed that's a great answer how about the most challenging part 
Um, I think, you know, I kind of touched on it earlier, but I think it's, you know, the most challenging part for me has not been having the support of a teacher in person for me, because that was something that I, you know, I always liked connecting with my teachers in person because I thought that I would do better in the class because I felt like I had, you know, someone to go to if I needed help. That wasn't just, you know, the kid that sits next to me in math class or whatever. Yeah. Um, go to my teacher and I could ask for help and I could speak to them and I could show them, you know, this is exactly what I'm having trouble on. And while you can still do that in an online environment, it's a lot harder because, you know, you need to set up like office hours with your teacher or you need to email them and you don't always get your point across in an email. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's been the most challenging part for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry that you have to go through that, but uh, I mean, doing the, the best that we can. Is it, is it also yeah. just maybe think how challenging it is for you to learn in this environment, even um, about the engagement with the other students in or in and around you, you know, like in a classroom, you might naturally sit and, and talk with them, even when topics are brought up, you know, like in the history class, when I said earlier that I had, you had done a simulation of a mock debate. So is it hard to kind of get kids? I mean, teenage kids, they don't really always talk when it comes to academic topics to each other easily. So then you add the layer of the screen. And mm -hmm. I know some teachers are trying to make it smaller and they're putting you in breakout rooms and all that. But can you at least let us know, like, how is it? And those other kids in the room with you, like, how is it for conversation about academics mm -hmm. or even just like a, hey, how you doing? Yeah, I think it, I think the screen and the Zoom adds maybe, at least on my end, kind of a bit of a layer of awkwardness because you feel like you're on Zoom and you're muted. And then if you unmute yourself to say something, you almost feel like you're interrupting a mm -hmm. situation that might not even be going on right now. But if you were in class, everyone is kind of paying attention to each other around them. But when you're on Zoom, it's just you and all you can pay attention to is the people in front of you when maybe you're in a classroom I'm not really worried about like what's going on over there yeah um, so it's very much I think it's a lot more um just listen to what the teacher has to say mm -hmm. rather than more of like I guess maybe a casual environment in person it feels a bit more uniform now yeah Thanks for that. Okay. Um, what have you learned about your teachers in this environment? Um, hmm, that's a good question. Um, I've definitely learned, like, and I knew that they worked hard before in in-person class, but I definitely have seen just how willing they are to go the extra mile to make sure that their students are still as successful as they can be. You know, they're still, some of my teachers are teaching from their homes, you know, they're in their kitchen while their kids might be on Zoom and their dogs barking in the background, but they're still present with you trying to teach you to make you successful. And I think that that is something that I really obviously appreciate. Um, and, you know, they're willing to learn how to 
turned us into a completely online environment where before we, you know, we use Google Classroom and we use, we did use some online resources, but now that's the only thing they can use. And so I think that um, I really do appreciate and thank them for stepping up and making sure that as students in online school, we still have all of the support and access to things that we would have in an in-person environment. So nice. And I know that they feel, like you just said, some of them dabbled in some of the technology more than others. And uh, this has really kind of pushed all of them to like, let's get going, let's go a little faster, quicker, whatever it is that they had to do it because it was their only resource to reach you. So um, from an observer on the administrative end of things in the school, what I find interesting is that you walk the halls and the doors to the classrooms are open and it sounds like they're teaching because they are teaching. And then you look in there and there's not a, a single student in there and it's a teacher just talking to their computer, you know, and it's, they're doing what they would always do. They're just doing it through this device. And I also think thankfully that we have this and we had it set up before you guys left and that we're lucky enough that our district had these resources for us. Yeah, um, that. yeah that's true, right? Yeah. What, have, what have you learned about it yourself? Um, Hmm. I think that I've learned definitely that, you know, when I was, I'm kind of comparing, you know, my independent learning when I was homeschooled to my independent learning now, and I've learned that I can take on a lot more than I used to, because um, when I was homeschooled, I worked at my own pace. I never had, like, deadlines really or anything like that um and you know when I came to school that was a big adjustment for me was having deadlines and having to work off of someone else's schedule rather than my own um and now with this online learning it's kind of a combination of both I do have to work off of my teacher's schedule and deadlines but I also have to take responsibility for myself because a lot of this is you know independently so you know after your zoom class you need to do this worksheet where, you know, if we were in school, we would have just had time to do it in our 50 minute class period. Um, and so I think what I'm trying to say is that I've learned a lot more self-discipline and time management than I had before, mm -hmm. because I really had to rely upon myself and my own time to make sure that I'm still successful student. And we always talk, or, or I, everybody likes to think about, there are some silver linings that have kind of come through with this. And I'd say that's one for certain for students, that those of the, the students that are able to say, I've learned a little bit about time management and how to kind of look at my classes differently than I did before, where I had the absolute guidance of a teacher. Now I know that I can do some of this stuff a little bit more independently and be successful in it. I think that, that is, those are skills that will take you into the next level of your education, you know, mm -hmm. when you leave us and you go on to your college and beyond, because I'm sure, Isabel, you're going to be outstanding in whatever you <laughs> do. You. You're welcome. Um, so do you have any advice for the students or their parents that are listening? Yeah. Um, I think that I would just say that, like, 
you know, this time, no one's, no one's been through this before. And it is going to be hard. It's going to be hard for students, teachers, and parents because we don't know what this is. Um, but, you know, I just think that I really encourage you to, you know, don't give up. Don't say, oh, well, I can't figure this out, so I'm not going to do it. You know, reach out, get that help because it is there. Your teachers want you to succeed even if they can't see you in person and tell you that. They really do. And if you are struggling with something, if you need help, email a teacher, email your counselor, email Mr. Jacobson. You know, <laughs> right, he answers. <laughs> He does answer. I have emailed him um, because, you know, this, the school Richards wants you to succeed during this time. Even though it's hard, they still want you to succeed. So, so, so true. Um, it's true, not just in the academics. You know, they want us, we want, we want to make sure that you guys are, are safe and feel okay because this is, this is a time when there's a lot of anxiety going on, especially in your age range, which is what our school is between freshman and senior year. There's a lot of kids in the, with all the uncertainty and uncertainty about jobs for some families and just feelings and some people have gotten sick. There's a, there's a whole lot going on out there. So I echo what you say, that our school is a resource and don't suffer in silence and reach out and, and ask for help because we are here for you. Any advice yes. for your teachers from the student perspective? Hmm. I don't know. Because um, something that it might not be something that I'm struggling with. I'm pretty good at staying, you know, on top of my assignments mostly and getting them done. Um, but I think something that, you know, I would say to teachers is to not be too hard on students because it's hard for them. Like you said, Miss Dumbeck, this is a time of anxiety, not just about school, but in life. You don't really know what's going to happen next. We don't know it. November and December are going to look like it could get better for school and it could get not better for school, you know? <laughs> um, and so I think that something, you know, that teachers should know is that we're trying our best, even if we don't turn in every assignment, maybe something came up, we have our own lives um, and we are trying our best to be the best student that we can. Um, so, yeah. Nice advice. All right, so at the end of our podcast, we're coming towards the end here. I always do something called Bulldogs Want to Know, and that's just I ask you, and you kind of give me the first thing that pops into your head. So are you ready for a couple of those? Sure, let's go. All right. What's your favorite binged show? Ooh, um, Probably The Office. I love comedy shows, so definitely The Office. Anything to lighten what's going on these days, too, right? Yeah. Uh, favorite snack? Favorite snack? Goldfish. Oh, definitely. Mine, too. I'm slightly oh, ad <laughs> slightly addicted to goldfish. I have, like, a giant box that I got from Target, and I've been slowly eating it. Oh, like, I, I can't get the, the giant box because they don't last very long, so that's so funny. Um... Favorite drive-through food in our little area here? Is there a favorite place you Ooh. have? 
like favorite restaurant or just like favorite thing from that yeah, restaurant? Yeah, either or. Um, my favorite drive through definitely Portillo's mm. for their fries. I love, I love Portillo's. All right, and your favorite day of the week? Hmm, probably Friday because Friday I go to karate and I love karate. What do you learn in karate, Isabel? You're so karate. like, you're so. so <laughs> I know. Um, so you. it's a martial art. So you know, other martial arts are like jujitsu, um, taekwondo, mm-hmm. um, and it's just kind of a different variation of that. And I've done it for eleven years now, um, and I. Um, I am a black belt in karate and I help assistant teach on Fridays as well. So I teach on Fridays and then I train. Isabel, you could teach me a thing or two. I am not set up to get into any situation where I have to help myself. So maybe you could come help me and we could switch from teacher and student and you could help me a little bit. I I bet you're, are you a mentor there to some of the other younger kids that come in? Obviously, if you've been there for a long time, is that right? Someplace right here locally? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Awesome. Isabel, just like some of the teachers that have had you have said, you are a delight. This was really delightful. Oh, thank you. You are just a sweet, sweet, sweet. Thanks for being my first student interview, too. And I I hope to be interviewing other students throughout the school year. And we are excited for October 19th, which is your first day back in the building. We hope that you're as excited as we are. We know it's going to be different. We know in some ways it will be challenging, but we look forward to we look forward to it no matter what, because we have to kind of give it a go, give it a whirl. Yeah, I am excited to be back and to finally see my teachers in person, so. All right. Well, thank you so much. Stay safe. Uh, Continue doing what you're doing. Pretty outstanding kid. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.